2: This morning, Sydney COVID alert. A returned traveller tests positive after leaving hotel quarantine, sparking warnings for almost a dozen venues. Melbourne quarantine case. Another worker contracts the virus. An urgent public health response now underway. Desperate search: The body of a baby reported floating in water near a Sydney beach and Super Bowl 55, the NFL championship going ahead despite the COVID crisis in the US. We're live to Tampa Bay, Florida.
3: This is 7 News with Jody Spears.
2: Good morning. Eleven venues across Sydney and Wollongong are on COVID alert this morning after a returned traveller tested positive after leaving hotel quarantine. Anyone who visited the Headlands Hotel at Austinmere Mere on February the 2nd between 1 and 3 pm or the Bull Beach Cafe on Saturday between 1:30 and 4 pm must get tested and isolate immediately. Other venues are also of concern for casual contacts, with the full list on the 7 News website. The positive result comes after New South Wales Health started testing returned travellers on day 16, two days after they leave mandatory isolation. It's the state's first case outside hotel quarantine in three weeks. A second Melbourne hotel quarantine worker has tested positive, sparking an urgent public health response. The female security guard is being interviewed to work out possible exposure sites. It comes as the state overhauls its hotel quarantine system, with extra troops arriving to work across 22 locations.
1: I'm always happy to hear how the ADF can contribute more to Victoria's program.
2: A hotel quarantine worker tested positive to the UK strain of the virus on Wednesday, prompting a snap return of restrictions. The positive case comes as the Australian Open tennis begins today following weeks of COVID chaos and uncertainty. Organisers have made big changes to this year's tournament and have said even if a positive case emerges, the competition will still go on.
3: We undertake, obviously, deep cleaning every night. It's probably unlikely that we'll know of a positive case until a day or two days or multiple days after, so it's unlikely to impact uh, anything on site.
2: It will be one of the biggest events in the world since the pandemic began, with nearly 400,000 people expected to attend over the next fortnight. The federal government has revealed further details of its COVID vaccination plan, confirming Australians will be able to access proof that they've had the jab. Political reporter Rob Scott is in Canberra for us this morning. Good morning, Rob. How will it work?
0: Good morning, Jodie. Well, anyone who receives the coronavirus vaccine will have it recorded on the Australian Immunisation Register. That's after the federal government passed laws last week requiring vaccine providers to record all immunisations they deliver, including the COVID jab on the National Register. That comes as the Pfizer vaccine is due to be rolled out at the end of this month, followed by the AstraZeneca jab next month. Once you've got your shot, you'll be able to show the certificate on your phone via the Medicare app, MyGov website, or have a paper copy from Services Australia or the vaccine provider. Now, the digital certificates are expected to pave the way to allow workplaces to reopen, restaurants to get back to full capacity, and make it easier for people to visit nursing homes and cross state borders during lockdowns. The government is still working with other countries on how the certificate would work for international travel, but it's likely anyone coming to Australia would have to have a vaccination certificate or they'll have to, ha- or they'll have to go into quarantine. It's expected that Cabinet will approve the scheme in the next couple of weeks. Jody.
2: Scott in Canberra, thank you. A desperate search for a body believed to be a baby seen floating on the water in Sydney's south will resume this morning. A major operation was launched at La Perouse yesterday after several witnesses reported seeing a baby wrapped in a plastic bag floating in shallow water. Due to poor visibility and no further sightings, the search was suspended at 7.45pm. It will resume at 7am. The pictures are simply chilling. A toddler snatched from his home in the middle of the night in an alleged kidnapping. The one-year-old was missing for more than six hours before being found by police, a man known to the family now charged with taking him.
3: A parent's worst nightmare caught on camera, this man pacing up and down a Brisbane street before snatching a one-year-old from his bed. I noticed that the bedroom door was open and I made the first initial discovery he wasn't in his cot. His family terrified. Still shaking at the fact that um, knowing that a total stranger can be in our house and with all our kids asleep. The man can be seen with a mask and a cap, walking out of the house, holding the boy. It's a big shock to anyone having to be in this situation. But it's just heartbreaking being a mum myself. An Amber Alert was issued, police searching for the boy for more than six hours as his family waited anxiously. And then finally, relief, just after 11 o'clock, their boy found alive and well. I would say like fireworks going off, everyone was just really happy, all the family was here waiting. The toddler and his family were reunited at Nala police station where they spent three hours helping officers with the investigation, happy he's safe but scarred.
1: We won't be uh, here,
3: it's just too traumatising. No, no, we won't be here much longer. The 31-year-old man accused of taking him now charged with child stealing. He'll face court today. Taylor Hill, 7 News.
2: A teenage girl has been charged over a horror crash that killed a young woman in Queensland. 22-year-old Jennifer Board died last Thursday in Townsville when a speeding car hit the back of a stolen Hyundai, causing it to spin onto the wrong side of the road and plough into her motorbike. A 17-year-old girl has been charged with five counts of unlawful use of a motor vehicle. The driver of the stolen car is alleged to have fled the scene. The partner of a Melbourne woman who's been missing for a week has been arrested. Ju Kelly Zhang was last seen at her home in Erping in the city's north last Monday night. Her partner told police Ms Zhang went for a walk and never returned. He said the 33-year-old mother had left her 8-year-old son at home with him. Ms Zhang was reported missing on Tuesday. Police have asked Melbourne's Chinese community for assistance finding her. A dramatic ram raid has left a Melbourne business owner with devastating losses. A car smashed through the window of this bike shop before thieves took off with at least five custom bikes. The owner says he's at least $50,000 out of pocket. Bikes have been in high demand ever since Victoria entered its first coronavirus lockdown. Former factory workers are planning new legal action after years of exposure to toxic dust. Many suffering deadly lung conditions say they were never warned of the danger and are asking a global giant to take responsibility.
1: Kevin Weeks and Diane Adams often worked in a cloud of dust, oblivious to its deadly danger. You see it very early in the morning when the sunlight's shining through the shed and it looks, looks very pretty. We used to swim in it, yeah, you. Yeah. You're just covered in it. You just get the air hose and blow yourself off. They're among seven former employees launching legal action against minerals company Uniman, now called Sabelco, claiming they weren't properly warned or protected. Their lives have been destroyed, uh, debilitating and deadly diseases, uh, and they're in this position through no fault of their own. Kevin has silicosis, where inhaled silica dust causes inflammation and scarring inside the lungs. Whatever it wants to do, it'll do to you. He claims the news was broken to him in a phone call from a company doctor. He was later declared medically unfit and made redundant. It's been very, very stressful. Uh, financially it's, it's been devastating. And he doesn't know how fast the illness will take hold. You can't mow the lawns anymore, it's physically too hard. Diane has different lung conditions. I'm panting like a steam train by the time I get to the top of the hill to get check my mail every day. She too faces an uncertain future. My parents are going to be you know, they're in their 80s and I can't see myself being that old. They hope the court case will force action. It's time for the company to stand tall and look after their workers. Joshua Bridge, 7 News. Roads
2: have been swept away, others are underwater, in the latest emergency to hit Western Australia. In a single week, families have suffered through lockdown, bushfires and
4: now a major deluge. Extreme flooding swamps Western Australia after a week of fires.
5: This has been an extraordinary week. Our emergency services workers have been pushed to their limits. I cannot thank them enough.
4: The bushfires northeast of Perth are contained after destroying 86 homes, but six new fires were sparked overnight, threatening lives and property. They were deliberately lit.
5: That is a disgusting, deplorable, disgraceful act, um, and no doubt the arson squad will hunt them down uh, and they'd go to jail.
4: A downpour helped firefighters bring the overnight blazes under control, but it's that persistent rain which has caused a new threat. More than 150 millimetres fell in 24 hours. Roads in Carnarvon north of Perth have been swept away. They're likely to remain closed for weeks. The rain has eased there, but the Gascoyne region remains underwater.
1: Those floods will continue for some time yet. The rivers will take some time to subside.
4: The wet weather is tracking south to Perth where the COVID lockdown is over but now the rain is keeping people inside. Melina Saras, 7 News. Now to a scary scene showing the unique dangers
2: of going to the beach in North Queensland. A giant crocodile snapped up a small shark in front of terrified onlookers on a beach south of Cairns. The shark was reeled in by a woman fishing, but the croc snatched it away before she could release it. The croc then retreated back into the water and swam away. Checking finance now. The Dow Jones closed higher. The Nasdaq did as well. In London, the FTSE fell slightly, and Germany's Dax lost just four points. On the commodities market, gold is trading at one thousand eight hundred thirteen US dollars an ounce. Oil is fifty seven US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar is buying close to seventy seven US cents, eighty one Japanese yen, and a dollar six New Zealand. The federal government is seeking the release of an Australian man caught up in a military coup in Myanmar. Sean Turnell, an advisor to ousted leader Aung San Suu Kyi, was detained while doing a radio interview.
3: Well, Sean, I'm just being detained at the moment uh, and perhaps charged with something. Uh, I, I don't know what that might be.
2: Mr Turnell revealed he was trying to leave his hotel when he was stopped. Up to 150 people are feared dead after a glacier crashed into a dam, triggering a huge flood in northern India. Video shows a deluge of water gushing through the valley, washing away whatever was in its path. Witnesses described the terrifying scene as like something out of a movie. Hundreds of army personnel have been sent to the region to assist with rescue and recovery efforts. A brazen smash-and-grab robbery has been caught on camera in San Francisco. The thief pounced while stuck in heavy traffic, leaping out of his car and smashing the back window of the car in front. He then grabs a bag, hops back into the driver's seat and speeds off. The thief got away with camera equipment and a drone. American football takes centre stage this morning for Super Bowl 55. US correspondent David Woywood is at the Raymond James Stadium in Tampa Bay, Florida. Good morning, David. How's the atmosphere? Good
5: morning, Jody. Yes, atmosphere certainly building here in Tampa, Florida today. Uh, Fans will start trickling in here to the stadium in the next half hour or so. Uh, But certainly the NFL is already giving that impression of a full house here today. They have placed thousands of these cardboard cutouts in the seats here behind me to give that feel of a normal Super Bowl. Now, those cardboard cutouts will also uh, space out the 25,000 spectators that will actually be allowed into this, of course, uh, because of all of those COVID restrictions. This is really a Super Bowl like never before, an historic Super Bowl in so many respects. Of course, it is the first one to be hosted in the midst of a pandemic, but it is also the first time that a home side playing in the match has actually hosted it on home turf. That is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They will be welcoming in the Kansas City Chiefs uh, later today who will be walking onto fairly hostile territory. Now those finishing touches, they are being put on the ground here behind me. The ground staff have been out there uh, watering the pitch and then just over here we have the stadium, uh, the stage rather, where uh, the weekend will perform that halftime show as well. We don't know a lot about that performance. The NFL is still keeping the details of that uh, under wraps. But look Jody, a beautiful day here in Tampa, Florida today we had a storm roll through uh, earlier today that is cleared blue skies here fairly hot and sticky but everyone now ready uh, for Super Bowl 55
2: looks great there okay thanks David and you can see every moment of Super Bowl 55 right here on seven straight after sunrise Australia are watching the India England series closely with a spot in the Test Championship final open. Joe Root made 218 in England's 578 before taking this screamer to help dismantle India's batting lineup.
1: Oh, it's brilliant! That is absolutely stunning!
3: Who else but Joe Root?
2: Virat Kohli was restricted to just 11 runs, while this locker room clash between Mohamed Siraj and Kuldeep Yadav raised a few eyebrows. India trail by 321 runs. The Adelaide Crows have continued their dominating start to the 2021 AFLW season. Three goals from Danielle Ponta, the cousin of former Hawthorne star Cyril Rioli, helping the Crows beat the Giants 62-15. The Brisbane Lions kept the Gold Coast Suns goalless, restricting them to the lowest score in AFLW history. Brisbane booting 10 goals in their 63-point massacre, their biggest ever winning margin. Australia's tennis sweetheart Ash Barty has secured her first title win ahead of the Australian Open. The world number one defeated dual Grand Slam champion Garbina Muguruza in straight sets 7-6-6-4 in the Yarra Valley final. Barty is the favourite to win the Australian Open Women's Singles. They say you're never too old to follow your dreams and an English grandfather has proven it. 70-year-old Frank Rothwell has become the oldest person ever to row across the Atlantic Ocean solo. The epic journey of almost 5,000 kilometres took him 56 days. He set off on December 12 from the Canary Islands and arrived in the Caribbean raising more than a million dollars for charity. Taking a more detailed look at the weather around the country now, a surface trough is extending from the low to northeast of New South Wales, generating areas of cloud and thunderstorms. A tropical low is moving through Western Australia across to South Australia. Onshore winds and humid conditions are bringing low-level cloud to the southeast of the country. Around the capitals now, a shower or two in Brisbane today heading for a top of 30 degrees. Sydney 25, the top showers, partly cloudy, 26 in Canberra, cloudy and 19 in Melbourne, afternoon showers heading for 20 in Hobart, mostly sunny 27 degrees the top in Adelaide, Perth 25 with showers, and showers are likely storm 30 degrees in Darwin today. And that's 7 early news for this Monday, the 8th of February.